All right, so last week on The Worst Takes. Yeah, what's up? We mentioned so many times mm-hmm. that we heard Fox meowing, right? Nothing? Nothing. Yeah, I couldn't I fucking hear that cat. Why did I say it? Why did I fucking say it out loud? I know. I know. Like a fucking moron. It's okay, hon. It's all right. Like a fucking moron. <laughs> Just breaks my pen. Don't do that. Yeah, you're going to get uh, ink everywhere. I was going to say it's blood. Gonna be, it's going to be ink cocky everywhere, dude. Ew. Like a like a squid, like a squid, yeah, like a squid bukkake, yeah, squid. And then they just ink everywhere. Squidward bukkake, my favorite uh, porno scene from SpongeBob Bolt Pants. Is that what it's called? Is that what the SpongeBob porn parody is called? I don't remember. I do not know what the SpongeBob porn parody is called. But can you believe in Finding Nemo? Every time they made that kid ink, they were making him cum his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, welcome to uh, the word the podcast. Essentially, you fuck, fucking did I fucked it this it up. week because I said it. I said it. I said I said the worst takes during the intro. Oh, you did, and like a like a like a fucking like a like a silly like Billy a fish to a barrel, baby like a fish to a barrel. Mm. I'm never gonna live that down. Never, Damn never, it. ever. Fuck. fuck. Bro. Hey TikTok, remember when I said fish <laughs> to a barrel? <laughs> Can you imagine if I did another TikTok where I literally just talked about fish the barrel? T- fish barrel again? Because that was like our big TikTok. That was, the, that was the big one. Not even, not even really. But yeah, like we sell out. But we it's sell fish out. barrel. Hey guys, get your fish barrel merch at www.apwstrsellout.biz. Yeah, exactly. And then I like animate a shitty fish fish uh, swimming into a barrel. Whoop. And then like we put that up, and then it's like. And then yeah. it's like the red circle, and then, you know, like all the stupid shit. Yo, okay, off topic, completely off topic. Mm-hmm. But speaking of dot biz, because this is in my head. Oh. Fucking, um, mm-hmm. I, I know, so I used, I, I was, I'm, I'm uh, friends with someone from film school, right? Uh, I haven't talked to them in years, but they liked a tweet of mine recently. Okay. And uh, they 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 uh, were part of this like big film production, not big film production. They were, they were trying to like, a bunch of graduates from film school, right? They tried to make I this film this, yeah. production, yeah. You don't know what their fucking website is? It ends with the dot biz, like unironically. That's kind of dope, actually. It's kind of, I mean, that's kind of pog, bro. So, I mean, that's kind of fucking. Come on, guys. It's kind of alpha, not guys. Dot I'm not com gonna lie. rejects uh, modernity, embrace tradition. You Do you know what think I'm there's like a dot alpha? Bro. And if there dude, is if a dot not, alpha? If not yet, we need to make that. I want a dot beta or a dot sigma. Yo, fucking. Shut up, Sarah. Dot Sigma, dude. Then the, you, yeah, you're, you're a Sigma lady, dude. I know there's like Dot Party and bull, or whatever bullshit. Yeah. Okay. If there's Dot Party, there's got to be a fucking. You got to have Dot a Dot a Sigma. You know. That's what I'm saying. As yeah. long as long as there's a party, there's, there's got to be Sigmas. Sigma. There's got to be Alphas. And yeah. There's definitely gonna be some Betas at that party. <laughs> you know what I'm Okay, because the two things that we watched today were pretty heavy, ended up being like kind of heavy conversation. I have a thing that I wanted to talk to you about. I don't know if you saw it. It's a TikTok I sent you about Sonic the Hedgehog from all the themes in Sonic, all the cutscenes in Sonic 06, the video game. Played together at the same time? No, it's a fan dub. 
of Sonic Oh, yeah, you sent me that YouTube video. I didn't have time to watch it today because I was rushing to get over here. It's so fucking funny. It's my favorite, I don't know, my favorite TikTok of the week. (laughs) This is Sarah's TikTok (laughs) of the week. And then we make it, there's the TikTok logo. It comes down and then it like shakes a little bit and then it goes away. It's Sonic uh, explaining to Silver and Blaze about... Why girls always put him in the friend zone because he's a gamer. <laughs> Only gamers get stuck in the friend zone. And then uh, Silver goes, but I'm not a gamer, so, you know, maybe she'll like me. And then Sonic goes, that just makes you a beta male cuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bro, the you're funniest getting thing. cooked by that. I <laughs> have to show you it after this fucking I shit. I can't wait. Go watch. I think it's called uh, Sonic 2006 Fan Dub. Uh, and it's like was it a YouTube video? I thought you sent hours it. long. Yeah, it's a YouTube yeah. video. Okay, somebody took a clip of it and then posted it on TikTok and then gave the credit in it. Oh, uh, so okay. I went to go watch the thing and I watched like thirty <laughs> minutes of it. And that was that was your that was your day today before I got here. Oh my god, it was so fucking See, funny! <laughs> Holy shit, bro! I like I like how it's it's you are watching like Sonic as you work. Meanwhile, I'm packing up for moving in here while I watch an urban planning podcast. <laughs> We're two very different, very people. very different people, guys. It's wild that we mesh. You know what I mean? This is the urban pl- uh, planning podcast I, I listen to. It's called uh, "Well, There's Your Problem." It's actually very funny. Go watch it. It sounds like it might be funny, well, yeah, because they talk about exclusively engineering disasters. Oh, interesting. And like um, every single horrible thing that could ever happen yeah they did a whole like two and a half hour episode on 9-11 <laughs> okay so and the, the I don't first that makes me laugh so now. but okay so the way it's presented right it's yeah. a uh, it's a um it's presented as like a slideshow as if it's were if, as if it were like a like a like a, mm-hmm. a uh, thing you see in like your uh class you know mm-hmm. but the first thing is <laughs> it's the gang t- uh never forgets <laughs> Oh, the gang never forget. Yeah. That's really funny. God, it's so good. Go. That's my endorsement. That's my podcast of the week. You had a TikTok. I had a podcast, and then for mine, it's going to be a a podcast logo coming down, shaking a little bit, and going down. As opposed to me doing it, I'm explaining it to you guys as if it were happening. For mine, it's going to be the thumbnail of the video coming from right to left. Um, and I think I actually am opposite i think i'm going i should be going like this from right to right left. to left yeah there you go yeah. yeah uh across the screen uh and sonic has a little smiley face on him don't you guys love how sausage is made yeah <laughs> so anyway we uh we, we have, do you we have some, we have some about, media man? analysis to get to this is that's a, what this fucking podcast is huh becoming huh, josh yeah, yes huh yes it is damn it I started this too. I started this with my fucking music. You started bad music with bad corny. music corner, and this is just the evolution. Now it's just <laughs> yeah. bad corner. I've created a monster. Call me Doctor Frankenstein. Okay, Sarah, you have an option now. You have a real big option right now. You. That's you my either, favorite ska you gotta, band. Real big option. Real big option. You got an option, Sarah. You have an okay, option. Yeah. We already have two podcasts. We have a podcast. We'll save this. What was originally meant to be a, a storytelling podcast where we talk about our lives because we're egotistical maniacs. Yeah. And then we now have the sister podcast, the worst takes. That's very specific to uh, uh, politics, which that yeah. won't even be true for today because this one will delve yeah. a little bit into politics. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. 
So do we make a third podcast, podcast for, media, for analysis? media analysis and we call it Bad Corner because that's what we started as. The Bad Corner? The Bad Corner. I don't know. And then it's just a corner. That's the logo. It's, and it has a crack in it. <laughs> no, it's uh, one of us sitting or both of us sitting in a corner with dunce caps on. That might just be the podcast will save this relationship now. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of dunce, it says podcaster on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be. No, it would be musician and gamer and falling things. All your notes are gone. <laughs> You're flying solo with no, this. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You're going to no, be in a dialogue I'm not, I'm not with a yourself. I'm not a quitter. <laughs> Watch we gotta, we out. We got to talk about Bo Burnham first. Yeah. But hold on. Real I guess quick. that's the one we got to talk about first. We got to talk about first. Hold on. I got to get some notes. Hold on. You're gonna throw your pen and then you can't use your pen. I'm, gonna, I'm getting over there in the first place. There's a plan, guys. There's a plan. There's a little butt. Casey's little butt. No, fuck. Oh my god, why did I do this? Why did I make this? This is so. Wow. This is a lot. <laughs> and then you threw it on the ground again, bro. Because you wanna be all flippant. So, Josh. My ribs hurt. Sorry, continue. Your ribs hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. My chest hurts. That was fine. I did that. <laughs> you don't need to apologize. That was for comedy. That was called slapstick, everybody. You're telling me that wasn't um, all of the chest beatings I gave you You're right before me- this podcast? <laughs> You're telling me what that wasn't a recreation of a scene from Schindler's List. <laughs> sorry, Titanic, so that would be a boat. <laughs> okay, side note. My dad couldn't watch Titanic because Why? he was a boat captain. Oh, and so a- he went in theaters to see Titanic. Yeah. And then saw that it was a ship sinking, even though he must have known it was about it was a about ship. the fucking Titanic. Yeah, yeah about like- a ship sinking. But he saw it and then he couldn't handle it. And then he walked out and was like, fucking guy, that fucking captain was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, dad. Yeah. yeah, that's the whole point of the yeah, Titanic. Was- that's the fucking point of it. <laughs> Fucking them! It was hilarious. God, I think that's why I never watched Jaws. Do <laughs> fucking captain was stupid. Got eaten by a shark. Deserved yeah, it. I just found out. Fucking uh, uh, my friend just texted me about Deep Blue Sea, and I was like, "What's that?" And she was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking dope." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I have literally never seen like an out at sea movie." I Ever because I just I mean they're all the same. There is something out at sea, and you you either go crazy yeah, or it's like there's Jurassic something Park. or there's nothing or yeah, you know? it's like a theme. Yeah, yeah, it's just a thriller. Water plus people equals bad. Yeah, it's like, a pretty obvious. Uh, I haven't seen Castaways with Tom Hanks. I haven't seen that. Oh, a plane plus water equals bad. Yeah, right. Plus volleyball equals good though. Plus, fleshlight you can put into volleyball is better. <laughs> Where would the fleshlight go on Wilson? In his mouth. That's the only fucking hole that Wilson theoretically has. Huh? Put it in his butt. Okay, so you're going to tell me that Tom Hanks, American treasure Tom Hanks, is going to draw... Tread lightly a, a, where you're a, going. A, 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 you're <laughs> telling me an American treasure can't fuck something in the butt? Hmm? No. <laughs> American Where are you treasures. going with this? Huh? <laughs> of a volleyball? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the gay agenda right here. <laughs> <laughs> we 
No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that the only butts that uh, Tom Hanks would be uh, pulling are solid eight to tens. All right, <laughs> not a volleyball. You can you can face fuck a, a one. You know you can get away with that. <laughs> My God. As Jesus we all know, the, the numbering system as it is intended is one is Wilson and eight and above are regular women. So <laughs> pretty sure Wilson's a zero, which is pretty much half an eight. Because <laughs> he's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do you know how so much I was thinking about that as soon as you started going say, in about that's numbers? That's a good joke. That's a really good joke. I'll give you props. We finally had a good joke, then everybody. I don't even say the right shape at the end. They say a circle instead of a sphere. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> Doesn't, who cares? You did it. You, oh my the joke God. was there. You did it. You did it. God bless. We finally had a good joke. Bro, I'm not going to have kids, but I'm going to be that old person on the street that tells all the funny jokes. Hell yeah, all dude. all the kids. I believe you are. Yeah. You're going to be. I'll be like, oh, yeah, your face looks like, like a flower. You're going to be the, the cauliflower. <laughs> and the kids are going to be like, oh. Oh, she's seen Oh, great. They're going to be like, old lady Sarah is so funny. Oh, man. Speaking of funny. Yeah. What's the guy's name? <laughs> I totally forgot. Hold on. I, I wrote it down, too. I wrote it fucking down. I Andrew Clavin, uh, I believe? Clavin? 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 It's Andrew... Clavin? Clavin, I think. Clavin? K-L-A-V-A-N. Mm. Uh, he is. So this is Welcome to the Worst Podcast. That's not a good way to blend a podcast to save this relationship in the worst takes. I just realized. The Worst Podcast? Fuck. A podcast will save these takes. Hey! hey! That'll be our national tour when we have to eventually blend them together. Yeah, right. So we, we, um. Fuck. No, we'll have two different shows. Yeah. <laughs> of both of them, us. Yeah. Yeah. So we do the, we do the, the early show is going to be the a podcast will save this. And then the late show is going to be the worst takes. <laughs> yeah, baby. We're going to say a bunch of F words. The fuck words. And we're Sorry. Say fuck. A lot more. And like shit. Don't bring your kids to the late show is hey, all we're saying. Yeah, don't bring them to the early show either. You're yeah, don't bad. bring your... You're I want to see your fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Andrew Clovin. This is a, this is an open letter from a podcast will save this relationship. Oh, we're talking to the guy, huh? We're talking to the... Well, we're going to explain why his video is bad. Um, I mean, if we are talking to the guy, this guy, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. End of letter. So <laughs> that's kind of it. Yeah. So like, it's you're very obviously an idiot. Andrew, fan. Andrew, my boy, decided to make a. Uh, he he works for the Daily Call or Daily Wire, actually. Yeah. Ben yeah. Shapiro's very very special little newspaper, mm -hmm. uh, former newspaper. Sorry. Yeah. And <laughs> former digital content powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, they say fucking the New York Times is a former, former newspaper. newspaper. Which is like strangely so funny. It's right. really funny. That's, I don't know. That's come on. The the, the real the most realistic newspaper in the, the entire country. Mm -hmm. It's actually fake news, guys. Now it's fake news, bro. Got him. So yeah. Andrew, uh, he made a he made a, a video talking about why he he loves inside Bo Burnham's new special, which he apparently did actually like. But uh, then he theoretically had the weirdest <laughs> allegedly likes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like kind of like fucking um, 
Uh, what's that guy with the big chin that does the late night stuff? Um, the big chin, the big chin, Jay Leno. Oh it's yeah, like Jay Leno. Jay Leno, yeah. where he'll have people on, but then he'll kind of be like shitty to Just them, dogging on them the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and then he'll be like, anyway, your movie's great. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. go anyway, watch the movie. Movie's great. I love it. Yeah, I don't know his actual Whole family <laughs> loves it. Jay Leno. Hey, we all, we all, all love, the, we all love the movies here. I think that's close to it. I yeah, don't remember. That's, yeah, he is a very high pitched. He's dead to me after he killed Conan. Yeah. So same. But Andrew decided to. Uh, he watched Inside on Netflix. You know, like the rest of us, like a good old normie. You yeah. Know? He, this guy was trying to be hip with the kids. Trying to be hip with the kids, and he loved it so much. His little granddaughter was like, "You gotta watch this, Bo Burnham watch guy." It, yeah. I think you would really like it. I think and you would really like it. He started watching and was like, she doesn't fucking know me at all. <laughs> Fuck, I guess if my daughter likes it, I guess I have to pretend to like it now, you know? Maybe my daughter will talk to me if I <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> watch yeah, it. So, so fucking, um, what is it? Uh, uh, Andrew, a very good satirist, has uh, decided to critique inside um, from a conservative angle. But not the conservative angle you're thinking. <laughs> From a Christian angle. From a Christian angle. Hey, so, maybe. So, I mean, we've mm. talked about inside of this podcast at length, I think for a good 40 minutes or so. We're stands. We're stands. I do. I The one critique I have, there's someone, someone actually commented on that video about our inside review. How about how we're too... Um, Eager to get into it. Eager to get into it and very sympathetic towards uh, Bo Burnham, which I guess is a fair critique. I think maybe mm. the sympathetic one I'm not too sure of. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think I, yeah, I agree with that. But I think, I do. did we go in and we kind of, I think the one regret talking about Inside as early as we did is that we did it too early because I think we've talked about it yeah. a bunch more since then. I have a couple more different opinions, a couple more different yeah. things. That being said, my overall feeling for inside is still about the same it's a, a masterpiece in my yeah, opinion absolutely. and uh i still listen to a lot of the songs um yeah same so i don't know uh that being said though i think if you're going to critique it there are some critiques there are that you some could... good critiques i think there are even uh, uh relatively easier ways to critique it from a conservative angle yeah like there's some pretty good conservative um like take like angles you can fucking take it this which is exactly what you fucking defend. just said which is awesome yeah so like you could very easily uh, i it's um so <laughs> fucking recap what you said that's thank hilarious. you yeah you're this welcome is, that's just in case Sarah you didn't recap. know just in case you didn't know what he said um i think if you wanted to try and critique it i think you could okay. you, there's there's angles that you could yeah um because inside is uh, in one way or another pretty left-leaning at, be- at, at, at the very least leaning, yeah at yeah. the very least you can say it's left-leaning as soon as um, you mention neoliberals you're neoliberal pretty severely are destroying the left i think you're 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 if you're mentioning the left eating itself you're not only are you terminally online but you're also extremely left yeah you know what so I mean? like obviously yeah and you know i mean if you wanted to try and critique it i think um a it would be a bad idea i, I really think there's not a lot of because it's a very um it's very simplistic leftism, I feel, which isn't a bad thing. I think it's a good thing, actually. I think it's a very good way to introduce mm. people to theoretically uh, left-leaning ideologies. I think it's a good way to also critique the internet, especially as a lot of people, uh, especially our age and younger, are just online all the time. I think there is a there's good critiques of the internet. There's good critiques of society and how we're going to kill ourselves through climate change. Yeah. Um, and if you're a conservative... 
and you wanted to try and I for lack of a better word whitewash and destroy with facts and logic this special well it's if you're a conservative you want to minimize people especially young people yeah uh seeing this special mm. and so how do you do that you get to their parents yes and, and who um, are their parents that are in your audience you might ask old people who believe in god <laughs> you know what i mean so what if i told you guys yeah that the real problem with bo burnham's inside the main critique is that he doesn't have a relationship with god and because of that that's why he had to put in a disclaimer halfway through that you shouldn't kill yourself. <laughs> that's not what he said. That wasn't that's, the argument. Sorry. Well, but it is, though. It's, it's that he argument. doesn't have a but, relationship with God, and that's why he wants to kill himself. Yeah. Oh, and it's that's, like, whoa. But, but that's why, no. That, okay, sorry. That's not necessarily. pretty much it. The argument, technically, is okay. that because he doesn't have a relationship with God, there isn't a sound reason not to kill yourself. <laughs> No, I Which don't think that's, that's worse. I think <laughs> I don't think that's the main thing. I think it's his. Okay, what he actually says is, if you do not have a relationship with God, you are constantly in a dialogue with yourself. Yeah, and I also want to mention well, okay, right yeah. at the beginning, this guy talks about how um, he's okay with whoever watches him being a Christian or being not religious. However, if you're not religious, then you're an empty husk of a fucking understand you because your philosophy doesn't work. But also philosophy is a way of talking yourself into not having a relationship with God. And therefore, it's all bullshit. Now, let's talk about the philosophy of inside being that it's from a guy who we presume does not have a relationship with God. Yeah, that's and another is thing. Constantly is... in a dialogue with himself, which is the most batshit, stupid, yeah. insane thing I've ever heard well, because in my life. The main, the main argument that he starts off with, yeah, which is what you before you even get into that, yeah. The the to to summarize what you just said, I suppose, is what he said, which is no objective good without God. Yeah, that was the main. Uh, well, that's yeah, the, that's the simplistic way he put it, and that was how he. That's like well, that's his a thesis. different point. Is that being with Christianity is what builds your uh, morals, mm. and so if you don't believe in God, you don't have morals, which is like the classic anti-atheist you know this is not a nuanced take on atheism this is not a a a new interesting fresh christian take hot new conservatism here you know this is Uh, fucking uh same shit you've heard for the past 22 years centuries yeah centuries of people who hate atheism and you know or hate atheists or anyone who doesn't believe in in their religion and demonizing them by saying oh well you must be a bad person if you're not like me (laughs) and you can see how much of a slippery slope that might be but sarah but sarah i think that some christians are are you know do use christianity in a bad way and i think some non-christians do things in a good way (laughs) yeah and then he does this whole bullshit yeah and like of course what he's saying is factually true but he doesn't believe in that because he yeah. just said He's, he doesn't yeah. think you're a good person yeah. if you're not a Christian. And then after saying all that, he goes... Yeah. Or uh, rather that you're capable of doing good. 
Yeah, yeah, you're not you're incapable of good because there's no objective good without Christ or, or God or some other higher being, um, which is very uh, dumb. Uh, I think I pointed out to you is that isn't a relationship with God inherently a relationship with the self or our perceptions of the idea of a higher being, which is right. Yeah, to, as an explanation of chaos, you know, or an explanation of uh, right. purpose, you know. Uh, so. so- in my philosophy class, which apparently didn't mean jack shit. <laughs> your um, philosophy class, so you gotta get a refund, because apparently we, it reduced your relationship with God, Sarah. Well, it explained this uh, predicament, which is nice, um, that I can now use this in this context, because that was a lot of money I paid for some <laughs> stupid-ass shit. But uh, send a, if send it didn't work... Send a mo- the money relating to uh, us of three credit hours of Sarah's At FSU. FSU to SO <laughs> Squintin twenty seven one to, uh, to At my, Twitter. My Kofi page. <laughs> Pay my student loans page. Pay my student loans page. Um so Soren Kierkegaard in his uh um uh musings at a gravesite. Uh, says in the beginning, the soul of the person wherein you find your relationship with God. And he uses this as like a building block in the beginning of it to mm-hmm. go into our duty to ourselves and our duty to God and therefore our duty to ourselves. Mm. So this is the beginning. This is this baby shit <laughs> that you need to learn. Toddler shit. Yeah. Toddler shit. Which is your soul is your brain relating it to itself. That's where your soul lies, is you realizing that you are a being and you are a person. And that is where God is, mm-hmm. is, is within the relation of itself. It's within the spirit of the relation of yourself. So... And that's a very simplistic way. If you actually go and read the sentence in at a gravesite, it's mind numbingly complicated. <laughs> it's like when I first read it, I was like, I'm not going to pass this class. I was like, this is, yeah, I'm not smart enough to deal with this. But then it becomes, you know, a little bit more um, nuanced and you get to oh, understand yeah, of course, it. Yeah. And it's pretty much the building block for much of uh, Soren Kierkegaard's uh concepts which is existentialism under christianity mm. so to hear a christian man say you don't have to analyze you're not constantly analyzing you don't have to critically think if you have a relationship to god i think should offend a lot of christians because oh, that's for sure yeah fucking stupid yeah, I think it belittles the the whole point of like the whole reason why we have brains in the first place is to think and to mm-hmm. and the, removing that from anything I think is very um uh offensive. I think it's just very it, it it's offensive to your ability to stay faithful to your religion or your ability to uh, what is it? Uh, uh, think your, about your, your surroundings. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very like you're... think about who you are. You are able as a Christian to think about who you are of any any person of any faith. Yeah. I made this argument, which was, you know, you should be able to think literally any thought. Any person of any yeah. religion should be able to think 
literally any thought. And there Ironically, is no we, gatekeeping. If you're to gonna it. if you're gonna live in the marketplace of ideas, you know, you gotta fucking you Which gotta, as we all know is going through a culture war. A culture of war ideas. right now, yes. Yeah. You, you, the whole point of that is the idea that you're free for thought. You can your thoughts are free and you can have them. Yeah. It shouldn't be uh discouraged before you even have the thought. Yeah, you should you should have the thought and then you should debate it. You know, you should yeah. you should do it. And like as long as your idea doesn't harm other people, I think, uh, you know, yeah. Or it's as long reasonable. as your idea isn't stop thinking, everybody. Yeah. Then maybe then. Yeah. You know, you probably have a good idea if it isn't hurtful or against the idea of ideas you know exactly Um, like this is just such a strange well okay it's not strange it's fascist is what it is mm, um mm. and it's fascist in the way that this man is basically telling you all the problems that bo burnham and the source material is telling you that are problems um global warming racial and he says this too in the video i'm not even just like taking shit out of my ass you know it's you know uh, systemic warming, racism, racism uh fucking uh lockdown orders lockdown orders whether um, or not you should stay inside yeah and just you know all of the, who you are as a person and he describes that as things that you really don't have to worry about if you have a true connection with god yeah which is but the way that he says it though uh, specifically makes it seem like the idea of systemic racism is a good thing. At least how it comes across to me, and, and I assume you as, you as well, Sarah, is I, that it I doesn't think, come across to the audience, obviously, that, like, systemic racism... It's supposed to be that systemic racism isn't real. Yeah. And that global warming isn't real, and lockdown orders shouldn't... You shouldn't follow them when they're dumb, and that you should go outside and not stay inside, you know? Well, he... he I think in a previous example, not that example, mm-hmm. it comes across as systemic racism is good. Mm-hmm. When he doesn't mean that, he means systemic racism is not real. Yeah. Because he uses an example of a black man... um being upset about a microaggression and almost crying no i think he was he crying. pretty he much was, cries yeah. on the, I, I didn't see tears so i don't know but he pretty much is crying he's visibly upset and this man laughs at this man microaggressions as a 30 year old yeah it was like this is a grown man being upset about a microaggression when he's really upset about not being racism. seen as a person yeah because, because of systemic because racism. Of racism and systemic oppression because he's a black gay man they only focus on the 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 white partner you yeah, know like, exactly so it's that to me is when it comes through as um systemic racism is good um, but then later, I think that's when it kind of he implies more so that systemic racism doesn't exist. Um, but he doesn't physically say it. I think he knows that his audience will, th- will, will know that. Assume that. Yeah, that's so, a very big. Um... I mean, that in itself shows how much of a hold he has on his audience. <laughs> yeah. You know, so... he's not talking to us like that was not. Oh, obviously, for yeah, us. He's, this, this is not this was not a video meant to. This is for um, like 12 people's grandmas that are not speaking to their children anymore because yeah. they're crazy. Yeah. And now it's going to and the grandmas to be like, actually, you shouldn't watch inside because it gets you away from God. Yeah. That's something yeah. that's going to be said. And it's all because of this fucking guy. Yeah. And um, that's uh, it's very depressing because it's such a good special. As the guy says. The guy says <laughs> it's good, but it's like, 
He doesn't believe that. I, I really don't believe that he believes that. I don't think he's even watched it. Or at least not all of it. He's definitely seen clips of it and just yeah. took from it all. Uh, uh, do you want to go song by song into how he interprets them? Because I think... Yeah, sure. That's a very pivotal uh, uh, way to get into the mind of this conservative fascist is yeah. how he takes very obviously left-leaning things, mm-hmm. very obvious messages, mm-hmm. especially in the context of the entire special, yeah, and warps it to not be about anything that the special talks about. Yeah. Um, and the first example, which I feel like if you went to middle school... And you took a reading class. It's pretty obvious what the song's about. Yeah. Welcome to the internet. Yes. I think this is the most egregious. This was the funniest one. I this think. is the funniest. This one that's, that's what makes it egregious. So the the uh, I don't remember the 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 lines are here's a healthy blood breakfast option for you. You should, you should kill, kill your, your mom. mom. Here's why women never fuck you. Here's how so you should you can build, build a bomb. A bomb. Which power ranger um, are you? you? Take, Take the squirky, squirky quiz. quiz. Obama, Obama sent the immigrants. <laughs> Obama sent the immigrants to, to vaccinate, vaccinate your kids. kids. Yeah. And then the next line: Could I interest you in everything all, all the, time? the time? Hey guys, what do you think the conservative focuses on in that sentence? Well, okay. Is it the incels, the right wing incels, or the right wing anti-vax theory? <laughs> Yeah, he does very conveniently gloss over the right-wing anti-vax theory. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. So funny. He focuses on the could I interest you and everything all of the time. And the critique is, yeah, the internet has a lot of stuff on it. No, that's not what the critique (laughs) is. It's the critique is... Well, yeah, if you have everything in all of the time, then all of it is means nothing. Yeah, because okay, if you don't have a relationship with God, then it won't mean everything anything. means nothing. It's like such a leap. Even as I'm saying it, I'm like, <laughs> how do you even connect these two? It's like you're connecting the effects and not the causes. It's so stupid. Like, I can't believe this is a grown ass man saying these things. And the funniest thing is you can see him like look off or like look at a sheet of paper. Oh yeah, looking at whatever script's been written. Which is fine to have a script if you're making a video. But like he like I love it because he I don't looks think at he's his looked shit at the script. And yeah. he furrows his brow and then says something and he's like, Yeah, I said it. I, I don't, don't know. know. Buy this leftist here's mug so that way it's worth all this fucking <laughs> legit. Like it's just so griftery. Yeah. And it's, it's really such a, funny. It's such an obvious fucking grift. And it's so I, that one is like it, it seems like uh it's the first one i think that's why it's the funniest because it's so left field yeah i was expecting like traditional conservative arguments yeah i was getting ready i was like okay there I, are some like there are some there are conservative some, arguments you could make like you could make and they'd still be yeah. wrong i think well, before we recorded this i my argument as to why Bo Burnham's uh, it's infallible from a left-leaning perspective is because the conservative arguments against Bo Burnham are so easily debunkable Yeah, because the arguments that Bo Burnham makes are so easily defendable in any given circumstance because they're not even like it's not like uh, it's it's pretty basic left-leaning stuff about how you should yeah and how about how capitalism has kind of ruined society yes and the products of capitalism is going to continue to ruin society and yeah. global warming's real and obviously yada 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 and then mm-hmm. the the second thing is because the conservative cannot argue those without being easily defendable they have to throw a hail mary and just talk about god and talk about god 
It's all or about God, baby. It, 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 it's either they talk about God or they try to bring up BLM and like Antifa or critical something. Race, whatever or the critical, buzz well, they, word is. They actually, they, he brings up critical theory, not critical not, race theory. Yeah, just critical theory. But he wants you to think about critical race theory because that's what they've been talking about every single fucking day for the past two months because critical theory and critical race theory, the only thing different between them is that one focuses on race, but they're both yeah. the, the, the same ideological kind of like... Uh, mm. uh, uh, academic ideology just one has a focus on race yeah and both should be taught to people i don't know why the fuck we're having this argument yeah but um it's obvious that he wants to it's a very anti uh intellectual route that he's taking yes. legit the that's purpose what it is of god yeah it's so uh, conservatives fear the idea of intellectualism so hard because yes. that is the only way to fight fascism yeah oh 100 for fucking son yeah. yeah like it's and, you know it's whatever but like my other thing i was going to say was sorry i railroaded you there I no, it's okay <laughs> uh uh inside is not a political piece it's a piece of expression about it's burdens. satirical it's yeah. satirical of culture yes as a whole 100 percent. american culture under quarantine is satirized in inside in a way that is so apolitical to an extent that no, well, it's not. It's, it's, not. Uh, it's satirizing the entirety of the culture, and mm. our culture is made up. We are hyper political right now. Yeah, we okay, are very that's true. political. Every culture has politics in it, but currently in the year of 2020, we were very, very political. Because yeah, that's it my was, bad. I didn't mean apolitical. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. But, but, you know, it's that. It's social. It's technological. He's going through all of these things to describe a culture as we are living in right now. But it's not a political think piece. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. It's yeah. very... Um, no, I understand. It's it's to the point where it's like a, a commoner that even when it call themselves political can understand and agree with it. So you that's know? why when he says leftist takes, they are Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids. And he doesn't go into that because that's not the point of yeah. the of even the song it's that is a point that is made that maybe might elicit a strong reaction in some people but that is the point of sorry not that is the point the point of the song is that children who are being raised on the internet are being manipulated by companies and now have over sensory Oversensitized. They have shitty attention spans. They mm -hmm. are they are bombarded every day from every single uh, uh, from things that are the mundane. It's not even like good versus bad. It's mundane versus bad. It feels like it's very. Right. It's 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 just a big distraction too. It's a very um because it's it. He's trying to describe that our dependence on the internet is actually anti intellectual. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes. So that's yeah. why this guy is like, I got to take this down. Yeah. You gotta, I, I got to stop this now. I got to stop this now. You know, that's interesting. Um, oh, we don't want people to start thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I just I remember now a quote that I've seen a lot uh, recently that get, that gets spread that got spread around on a, a TikTok about how he talks about how he doesn't really blame teens and kids for being glued to their phones all the time because of the, course not yeah because the world that boomers and millennials have left for them 
why would any teen or kid want to look up to it you know and it's exactly. very and I, I i i don't know i never connected it to the song up until now but like it makes total sense man yeah no it makes 100 percent sense and i guess that that's it's just so obvious where he's coming from and like it it is if you watch the whole thing if you watch the whole thing but because this guy and we we're both kind of i don't know how much of this guy is like i don't think this guy's smart no i really I do think, not think this Andrew, man is I'm smart. sorry i don't think you're smart um, like i think even like ben shapiro probably is smart at home yeah, and I then think, acts I think a Shapiro, fool on the internet for money. But like, yeah, like this I one hundred agree. I severely do not even think he is smart. No, I, I don't think so either. I think he's a, he's a clear hack. Um, it, you can't. I don't think any smart person can say these differentiating ideas and not laugh I think at himself. Yeah, I think like, if you're a smart just, person, you wouldn't even touch this. I no. think it's a very it's such a it's such a monolith to go against. The monolith being uh the freakishly tall Bo Burnham and uh, <laughs> <laughs> is he tall or is the room <laughs> just small? Uh, <laughs> but like yeah, it's such a like I feel like it's such a it, that's such a challenge that like not a, a sane person regardless of whether or not you're conservative or left i think the only way you can approach bo burnham is if you approach the audience he makes and in, not in this direction not no, in this way in like an it's, actual critique i was going to mention my critique of inside is along the lines of you're critical of capitalism and yet you live in a capitalist society which is by the way what that guy does bring up and i wrote bo burnham complainer <laughs> bo burnham complain- no he's saying that he's complaining about all different parts of culture but he's but not offering a solution so he yeah. just comes off as complaining by saying that his he makes a really dumb argument that satire is needs to have a point is always negative to, and always needs to have an option that is better than currently. Yeah, which is weird. By the way, I want to. I want everyone to understand. He said, and I quote: "This is a real quote, quote that this man critiquing this comedy special in the worst way possible said." <laughs> I do satire. I did satire at the top of the show. I know satire. And the top of the show was him criticizing philosophy. Maybe I there was something it, it, before no, that. No, it's probably an excerpt, like you, when you do a like yeah. when Vosh does a clip from the stream. You know what I mean? Do like, you think yeah. uh, he like got up in a silly costume, did a little dance? Like, what do you think he did? So what he did, he's got he got into yeah. a clown costume, right? He got the little red nose, and he, he just the sat there and started talking. <laughs> and then he started talking, <laughs> and he brought up a solution to capitalism, which is more capital. And then he took it off, and that was satire. Because he was wearing a clown suit. He took it off at the end of, after he finished recording the video, right? <laughs> Ayo. Hey, he was always cool. he was always a clown. He was always a clown, baby. Okay. <laughs> so, so okay, stupid. that's 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 uh, welcome to the internet. Do you have any more thoughts on welcome to the internet before the next song, which was White Woman Instagram? Oh, I forgot which that even. was actually. What he said about white women. White woman Instagram was about complaining. Actually, that's what that was. Right. The argument was that was actually a point I was going to make. Uh, his complaining about satire, and then he says that satire is mostly negative, which is just blatantly false. Satire yeah. can be literally about anything positive or negative. It yeah. is just an absurd take on 
politics or culture. That's yeah, what satire and, and is. In relation to white woman's Instagram, he's just he's doing the the main critique of white woman Instagram is of white women who performatively yeah. act politically yeah. for you know the likes and for the for the uh, you know. And it's obvious because, like, you know, the one time that there's a serene moment, it's back in its original aspect ratio. But the second that it's about themselves and it's only about how they're perceived, how they are uh, seen by others. Well, yeah, I think that moment specifically is less about some people thought it was about humanizing the white woman. Maybe it could be. Um, I think I I don't think think it's about humanizing per se. I think it's more about how disturbing it is that we post about our trauma on Instagram. <laughs> Cause yeah, it well, I think then it's, uh, shows like it comes back in and you realize it's a post and it's like, Oh, she's talking about her dead mom and father in a post while, while in a way to like garner, sell her life. Yeah. For, no, like, that's exactly follows. what it is. And that's, um, and it's very disturbing. But I think the, the point of that aspect ratio ratio changing is not necessarily to humanize, but to realize that there is somebody this, doing this behind the screen, there's someone doing it behind the screen. That's and there's, there's that like nugget of like, there is a reality to it, but it gets show. So we try to overshadow the reality of it mm. through a self grandizing. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of, it's just a defense mechanism. It's I feel performative. Like. It's a performative defense of an actual traumatic thing. Yeah. That you're using to get likes on Instagram. Not only are white women performative about their anti-racism, white women are performative about every aspect of their life. But actually, it's really funny because white women love avocados, and that's what makes it funny. Or I'm a 50-year-old white guy, and I think avocado toast is bad, Chipotle's bad, phone's bad, and my cock is big. His cock was small, is what he said. This man so, said yeah. his cock so was this small. Guy, this guy said uh, that like it doesn't. Uh, a lot of uh, intellectuals like to use their uh, intellect as if it were their like a big penis, you know. And I don't think it's a, you know I don't think a big penis or a big intellect is uh, necessarily a good thing to flaunt. But like if you want to, go ahead. I guess <laughs> something along those lines. You that's you, some small you penis, small intellect that's some, energy, that's some my guy. Penis energy. I'm gonna be honest. If you had a big penis, you would be all about flaunting it. And that's what we're all <laughs> talking about with our BDE. Off, t- completely off topic. Yeah. So, did you see the photo of Charlie Kirk, Tim Pool, and yes, Vasha in the discourse? What's and your Tim take? Pool's, uh, cover, fucking, cock cover. There's. It's so <laughs> funny to me that people say that Charlie Kirk is the alpha in that scenario because co- I was gonna say cock. Uh, Vosh is literally holding them, holding together. them to like little babies. Yeah, it's obvious that Vosh is wearing a, a white there. fucking suit, <laughs> exposing his entire belly and smiling wide for the camera. And and Timple is standing there awkwardly holding his cock, <laughs> and Charlie Kirk is like, "I just lost, <laughs> I just lost." <laughs> And that's alpha energy, everybody. And it's really funny to see like men on Twitter be like, "It's well, Charlie Kirk because he's tall." <laughs> tall means alpha. Tall means alpha. Tall means that you're big intellect and big cock, which I don't think you should really flaunt. But I mean, if you want to, go. Ahead. Yeah, mean. like have you ever heard a guy say like, "Yeah, you know, fucking big cock havers, fucking talking about it all the time." I don't do that. I don't do. I don't do that. You would be like, you don't have a big cock, then, right? Yeah. Don't got a fat cock. Gotta get him out of here, dude. Sounds like you don't have a fat cock, bro. Can't relate. 
You told me that was your clit. I didn't. Are you not supposed to put the whole clit in your mouth and just go back and forth on it? But yeah, so white women Instagram, his argument against that was that fucking when you don't have a relationship with God, (laughs) everything becomes an analysis and it becomes look at how absurd everything is because of the lack of morality implying with the absurdity that everything is absurd and nothing matters you sort of descend into nihilistic tendencies and that's what it was the entire point of white woman instagram is making fun of white women is what he was trying to say fuck them white women (laughs) Which is hilarious to me, because then if he's saying this is satire and from his definition has to have a negative element, then what he's saying is Bo Burnham getting naked and showing a bunch of pumpkins over him with a projector (laughs) is implying that white women just shouldn't like pumpkins. White women? That's the thing. Pumpkins on thin ice. That's that's what Bo Burnham was trying to say. It was about pumpkins. cheese salad? You fucking heathen. Fucking fucking burn in hell if you like goat cheese salad. A golden retriever and a flower crown? Are you an animal? You must be a fucking member of that fascist Antifa movement. Fuck. (laughs) It's so stupid. It's so So just over over this guy's head, man. Yeah. God. What else did he talk about? Oh, he talked about the suicide message. Oh, yeah, and then there was a suicide. And then he laughs at this man talking about suicide and his suicidal tendencies okay first of all the only funny part during that entire (laughs) suicidal message is the statement if you're thinking about killing yourself don't don't. but mostly because he's saying it in such the delivery of that is so good but then he actually talks about like legitimate like try not to kill yourself please because well i don't think it's i think uh that point for me was more like to me, it I think was, it's more about his own struggle. With, yes, yeah, the that's idea. What I was Sorry, that's say. what I'm. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, no, I get you. It, um, but I also think the don't is, um, like on purpose <laughs> as well for being funny, but also like showing how society treats people who are oh, suicidal. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, as like a it's, burden, <laughs> as a way, as a you yeah. know, like a oh my god, you want to kill yourself? Oh, you know, like that <laughs> shit, which is so stupid. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, it sucks. God. That's such a shitty mentality. Oh, for 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, God. fucking. It, this guy. He's, you know, whatever. And then he goes on about, like, you know, don't kill yourself. There's so many reasons not to, like, implying he can't think of any reason not to kill himself. Which that should be something that you think if you were an intelligent person, but this man goes, yeah. "Ha ha! This kid can't think of a reason to kill him to because not he kill himself. Doesn't believe in God. That's that's why." So the argument by the and this becomes also the argument for the rest of the video is that if you don't have that morality from God, if you don't have the uh, the the good from God, yeah, there will never be a reason not to kill yourself. <laughs> well, when you play anyway, like, that. like and subscribe, guys. <laughs> oh shit! Whoops. <laughs> no, can I say the? Okay, can we skip to the last quote that he said? The very the last fucking thing this oh, guy says yeah. because this ties into it. <laughs> yeah. 
So Fuck. this is this is verbatim, everybody. This is ver fucking batum. This all right? is so funny. I'll do the guitar because no- it ends. It <laughs> goes into it an outro with. Uh, well, it goes into the YouTube end screen with a fucking with rock a fucking and roll Nashville, Tennessee roll fucking guitar man guitar solo. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> without God, you're in a dialogue with yourself all the time. That was the last thing. So no, it? it wasn't. Oh, I missed. The, oh, I missed the rest of it. Then what was it? Okay, I'll do the guitar solo. Then. Okay, Sorry. okay. So without God, you're in a dialogue with yourself all the time, and there is nowhere to go but deeper and deeper within the darkness within yourself. <laughs> Days in the courtroom aren't much fun. Stay for a while, have some fun. <laughs> For a while, have some fun. I don't know if that's what it is, but uh, <laughs> days of the quarter are which one come to the night court, everyone. Ah, uh, yeah, fuck. I'm not a Dan Harmon fan. God fucking damn it. Fucking Your frown's bullshit. on trial. <laughs> I sentence you, you to stay, stay a while. Night court. <laughs> anyway, like and subscribe, shit. guys. Like and subscribe, baby. Uh, so yeah, that's how oh he ends God. this uh, video. It's so funny. It's and I want to mention again at the beginning. He was like, "I love my atheist fans. I love my atheist fans. You're all empty husks of people. You will do nothing good for society if you fucking come over here. You're a burden to me. You're gonna suffer the same fate as Subscribe depressed for more Bo Burnham. Episodes. So Fire left his tears mug. Watch did destroyed by facts and logic. So stupid, man. It's so dumb. Yeah, so I I mean I I've been thinking about I've wanted to see a conservative response for like a while now. Yeah. Because I was curious what it would be. Mm-hmm. I did not expect it to be this. And yeah, I'm me kind neither. of happy that it was though, because um It was really fucking funny. It just man. reminds me that conservatives will never understand art. Yeah. And um, they should stop fucking trying. Stop it. Stop it's it. It's not worth it, man. I mean, go ahead and like watch, watch and it, listen, enjoy it. And Don't enjoy interpret it. it. Don't pretend like you fucking get it. Like, go to come a on. museum and get mad at a Mark Rothko painting and get then mad go at the home urinal. and then beat your wife. You know what yeah, I mean? Do that. Do that because you saw a stripe Sarah. a stripe of paint on a canvas that's a different color that's really big, and then you were like, I could probably do that, and then you go home. Is that the um is that the painting where it's uh what's the matter with red and blue or something? Is that that's something called something mm. like that? It's always just one stripe. That's oh all it no, is. something is something different. There's um there's actually there was this artist and I think uh, somewhere mm. in Europe, I believe, I'm not entirely certain. They made a couple of these paintings that are what's the matter with red yellow blue and it's literally just um and i know when i'm going to describe it it's gonna sound like oh i could do that it's literally it's um it's like a top of red a thin little yellow line that's in a blue and they're kind of blended together but they're done in such a specific way that they actually got accepted into multiple museums it's actually made by um i believe a, 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 a jewish artist as well oh wow um but when this when it was accepted into this museum mm-hmm. uh people were furious that yeah. it got accepted because yeah. people thought it was, you know, simplistic. Like, I can't believe you would show this in a fucking museum to the point where I think either it was a few months or a year, a year or so after it got installed in this one particular museum, mm-hmm. it got fucking slashed. 
Really? It got fucking destroyed. That's and hilarious. The thing is, even though it sounds simplistic, it's red, yellow, and blue. Yeah. They tried to restore it. They fucking couldn't. Yeah, of course. They couldn't because, they, of course, he can't. And apparently he's had other uh, very, uh, not similar, but he's had other pieces of his art mm-hmm. uh, uh, graffitied and, like, taken yeah. over beca- and, like, used anti-Semitic shit with it. There's a Jacob Geller video on it about uh, about it, and it's very good. I recommend it 100%. That, um, I, it's, that is something, and Mark Rothko also, and, you know, opposite... Also, there's composition. I don't know if we're talking about the same person, honestly. I think it's a. I don't know. I'm mm. not positive. I don't know if Marth Rock, uh, Mark, Mark, Mark Rothko is Jewish or not, but he does a similar-ish thing. Is it cool if I look it up real quick? Yeah, I go I'm ahead. Curious. Now that I now that it's, now um, it's in my head, but, but please there's continue. also like you know composition in um, red, yellow, and blue, which is a different, um, uh, a sort of a different painting um which is the uh uh de shill sort of movement i don't know if i'm saying that right i've never known if i've I, ever I said you. that right in my entire life um but it's the you know the squares and they're all asymmetrical and there's no possible way that that painting can be symmetrical even though it's completely made up of squares mm, which is okay. just technically a feat <laughs> but like people see that and they think i can do that shit yeah they uh, everyone thinks that but no one fucking can because no. there's a very specific way of doing it and there's a there is a uh, and it is all subjective at the end of the day obviously but like i think there is a very technical eye and a very creative eye to very specifically put x and y where it goes uh, also it is not the same artist it's actually the person i'm talking about is by barnett newman between 66 and 70. Can I see the painting? Yeah, so this is the one I'm thinking of. It's um It's uh it's the rendition of it. This is the one that got destroyed. Oh, wow, interesting. Uh, I think I'll put it up on the screen on the podcast cool. too. Look up Mark Rothko too. Oh, this actually did get restored, did it? Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Uh Mark Rothko. Rothko. Ooh, I like these. Yeah, I know they're good. Yeah, I like them. I don't know. Yeah, it seems People I I hate really them. Because they think that it's, you know, people not like this. I was introduced to Mark Rothko by somebody who was like, look at this fucking Mark Rothko fuck (laughs) who makes this. If you really want to get infuriated at art, go look at this guy. And I went and I looked at it and I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, (laughs) I like it. There's a very nice composition to this. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Describe it. I like the I like the colors. I think they're good color choices throughout. I think I, I like the shapes themselves. I like that they're. Ah, there's something about him. Also, the I think uh, another thing too is that I think any painting like this, and it's on a big canvas, I can automatically tell the effort that goes into it because mm-hmm. uh, I can only assume how many coats it takes to fucking uh, do that too. Yeah, I assume it takes a lot of time, effort, and very difficult uh, to get something very even. You yeah. Know, oh, one hundred percent. And like with any sort of paint, it's very difficult. But yeah. it's also like paintings like that. That that make you ask yourself, I can do that. Why can't I do that? It's supposed to make you ask yeah, that. Well, yeah. You're supposed to think, why didn't I? What's the difference between me why and Why am this I not painting? making art right now? And also, if you're angry about it, it's supposed to, art is supposed to elicit an emotion. Yeah. Angry is an emotion. Oh, for sure. And I think another question you should ask is, why am I are you angry, angry at colors? Yeah, that's something that is very powerful. And it's a lot of why people have like 
issues with minimalism, even though mm. that and it's also why personally I think it's one of the most powerful movements in mm. art that we've seen. No, I 100% agree. Because it's just, oh, oh, baby. And not minimalism like Kanye's fucking pretentious ass house. <laughs> have you seen fucking Kanye's house? No, I haven't. Shit's stupid. I bet. Shit's I mean, yeah, performative minimalism where you try to... <laughs> I'm going to use less stuff in general. <laughs> yeah, know? no, it's stupid. It's like, you yeah. know, this is all about composition and art. Like, yeah. you know, I always mention the White Stripes where they, you know, they named one of their albums Day Shittle. Uh, I can't say the name, but whatever. Fucking, and that was based on that movement of simplicity, but um, asymmetry, mm. which is beautiful. And they actually put in an asymmetric drum solo from meg <laughs> and when i heard it the first time i thought it was so beautiful and mm. unique and one of the most unique um drum solos and pieces of music in, at all that i've ever heard and meg white is not a drummer <laughs> she was never trained yeah, no, in I, music I or anything that. she was just a fucking lady and she the drums, performed dude. one of my favorite solos and pieces of all time. Hmm. And nice. I think that's fucking awesome. Oh, and that's, 100%. Yeah. You know, anybody can make art. And, exactly. You know. Go make art. But also, don't think about anything because you have a relationship with God. Go and do don't that. make art because you have a relationship with God. Don't think. Let me do the thinking for you. I'll do the anal analysis for you. You just sit back in your chair and let me analyze things you'll never watch, and you get to make your own predisposition uh, ideas from them. Speaking of I not do. thinking, do you want to talk about? Speaking of not thinking, I gotta go pee. Do you want? To, but when you come back, speaking of not thinking, do you want to talk about? Um, okay, human. <laughs> that sounds great to me. <laughs> We got to end the the OK trilogy, and we did it today. We listened to OK Human. So for those of you who are unaware, we started this as a, this was a, this was a prank on me and from myself. Yeah, just Josh. <laughs> totally Sarah. not me. <laughs> totally Sarah. not me. Uh, so. In fact, it was actually targeted <laughs> at me from Josh. Like, hey, you know how you're always showing me crappy shit all the time? Well, now I'm gonna pull the wool over your eyes, Sarah. No, I think it. I think it literally was. And then was, play hey. the victim myself <laughs> during this fucking episode. So I think it was. I saw a bunch of TikToks about mm -hmm. how bad OK Orchestra was. Yeah. And I've heard in general that HR was bad. So I talked with Sarah. I was like, "Hey, do you want to listen to these and see if they're actually this bad? Because I feel like they can't be this bad." Yeah. And that was a fucking mistake. And we listened to all of AJR. Mm -hmm. Oh, not all of it. Only the albums, because that's all that matters. And I'm not going back, and I'm not listening to the fucking EPs. Okay, listen. Yeah, you can't. I don't need to listen to the EPs. No, there's shit. Okay. I don't even know how many EPs there are. Too many. Are there a lot? There's. I think there's like three. That's too many. Right. That's weird. Do an EP so, then do an album. Yeah. I don't know. But. Fuck. Like three or five weeks ago or some shit, mm. we listened to OK Orchestra as well as OK Computer and compared them. Yeah. And obviously OK Computer was good because, you know, the name conventions OK Computer, so OK Orchestra. But then we looked it up, or I looked it up, I think, or knew about Weezer. This is a 
confusing story because yeah. okay human came out and i remember it and i remember I being remember like it. oh shit is this about okay computer and then it was like yes it was because then van weezer came out we were like what oh. the fuck is weezer doing they're just doing like i only knew about van weezer at the time i didn't know about okay uh, no yeah i knew all about this okay, shit and them. then it came out that uh whatever they were alt j whatever they're called <laughs> ajr ajr uh, alt j is something completely different alt j is a good band um but yeah ajr fucking uh ajr came out to do okay orchestra and that and was, it was like dog shit we're just bastardizing the bastardization at this point you yeah. know what i'm saying <laughs> fuck i am yeah. just a copy of a copy of a copy you know yeah. what i'm fucking saying and then um but nine i didn't inch know nails about... more like nine inch snails you know what i'm fucking saying <laughs> oh shit nine Damn. inch weezer how about wheeze ninch nails i would pay for that i'll you know what i'm still i'll still defend weezer after they do that it's gonna be nine inch nail nine inch weezer but it all sounds ex- it's all the same songs from this album nothing has changed you know ironically i i at some point i was gonna compare it to uh uh the black parade i felt like there were some moments that were kind of similar to that yeah i don't know why i think it might have been piano and that was the only thing i remember because my the 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 black parade starts with the piano oh i didn't know i don't like a child i hear piano and i'm like oh yeah my comical romance yeah that sounds about right that's funny shit so we decided today to finish the okay trilogy yeah um what is it? Okay, human. I keep calling it Okay Weezer, and I'm sorry. I'm gonna call it that. We a might lot. as well just call it Okay Weezer. Okay, I'm okay Weezer. With that. Right, we're gonna call it. Uh, we're gonna call it Okay Boomer. Oh shit. oh shit, bro! We need to release an album now called Okay Boomer. Why hasn't and, anybody done that? What the fuck? That's well, really good. Because well, it's actually, I think the title of the song or the single is Okay Boomer. Really? Yeah. That's stupid as fuck. Let me look, hold on. Okay. With, with what? Hold on. I'm good. Weezer gonna... did that? Okay, Boomer? Well, no. So the, whoever made the original Okay, Boomer song. Oh, uh, that chick, Pokemane? No, Pokemane? it's a different one. It's another fucking chick simp that's oh. trying to get those simps, you know? Okay, Boomer song. Let me see. Because I know it's a song. A song by Funny Meme Nation. Damn. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Damn, bro, you got the whole squad laughing. And I'm gonna have no reason to kill, not kill myself because I'm not attached to God. This is a depressing episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. This is a hilarious episode to me, at least. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we okay. So we listened to okay, uh, uh, okay Weezer. Sarah, what are your thoughts on okay Weezer? I didn't. I didn't like it. I thought it was bad. That's fair, but I think it's better than AJR. Yeah, and that's um, I I um, I agree hundred percent on that. I think it's middle of the road. I think it has yeah. its moments. Um, I think it's I think it. I also think it's middle of the road, but I'm more harsh on it for being middle of the road because I just don't think there's any sort of excuse for it at this point. Yeah, and um, I can understand where you're coming from because I mean, I I um. I can see the Radiohead influence just a smidge, mm-hmm. and I'm not looking at it as a as if this were a um a complete because it is an homage to Radiohead. It's an, it's an obvious homage to OK Computer. Yeah. Um. I I I don't know where I want OK Computer to start and Weezer to end. You know, or I don't know how much of a blend I would prefer i'm kind of judging this as 
if OK Computer was written by Weezer, would this make sense? And for the most part, I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> eh. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just see it as like, um, fucking sorry, fucking eye itch. I know, you're good, don't worry. But fucking, you know, I just see it as, okay, computer, in reality, in time, mm-hmm. the way time has worked, in the history of music, okay, computer came out, it was renowned, it was a big fucking deal, Weezer was under quarantine, saw the shit that was going on, realized that this is like another story similar to okay computer was like okay let me make an album i'll call it okay human because it's It's the inverse yeah it's it's the the inverse yeah and so like okay yes and this will be very poignant blah 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 but i'm still weezer so i still have to make this like weezer yeah i'd make a weezer yeah but i am calling it okay human so i do have to have some radiohead elements so, so let me just shove that in there somewhere and basically make this like a giant patchwork of mediocrity. And yeah, and <sighs> I get why that's um that it, it is disappointing. It's this very album is disappointing. very disappointing. Um, you can't. I did have name your painting like after the Mona Lisa and then not come correct. Yeah, with I'm the just skills, man. Not come, but yeah, but um, yeah. No, I think um, I guess that's I. I it's not it's not necessarily um acceptable or unacceptable i guess it's very much like a um i i don't know i'm very conflicted by it i that's why i think i'm still middle of the road and i can't really i i don't know if i should listen to this again because there there are problems there's some pretty obvious problems um i think the instrumentation is good for the most part i think there are some moments that feel like ajr yeah. Um, in the beginning, I think. I think that's when it's mostly there. I think it there is a point where it flips and it sounds really good, and then it goes into mediocrity for the rest of it. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I think a lot of the choruses on this album are good, mm-hmm. um, or at least decent. Well, you know. Y- yeah. Um, I think a lot of the verses uh, are are uh, medi- are definitely mediocre, and some points pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I think the main problem. Um, that I have with it is that I crush Mad Puss now, and the last time I listened to Weezer, I did not crush Mad Puss. Right. And because of that, I now have a much more critical eye to their lyrics. Yeah. Um, all I remember is a reference to 1984. Yeah. And I think it's like, call me the Winston 1984 or something. Yeah. Um, and for I all I know, know, it might be a smart line, but every time I hear 1984, <laughs> it's probably not. It's probably yeah. not. But like, I feel like every time I hear 1984 now, it's very much like uh, Dave Rubin's about to explain to me why uh, the, a socialist written book is an, is about socialism destroying America. Like, it sucks because it's a good book. Yeah, no, for sure. I 100% agree. But I feel like I can't hear 1984 anymore without it being just... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah. it's like it's a completely ruined good book, but it, it, you know, it's just, (sighs) it's like um, I I don't know. Boy oh boy, there's a lot of shit. There's like a bird with a broken wing, which I just think that imagery personally is very emo. And the fucking you know, uh, dead roses. At some point, I'm crying over dead roses, and I'm like, how old are you? And you know, hashtag deep, dude. Yeah, it's like I'm 14, and this is deep 
imagery. And yeah, I and just, I, mean, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, expected I expected a little I, more. Yeah. And I guess that's my, I, one of the ways I'm looking at this is, um, uh, Weezer is like a 20 year old band now. Yeah. These are people in their forties. These are rock star legends. Rock star legends. And they're, it's very obvious that they're, they're trying super hard to like push their music out to like preteens, kids, teens, whoever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And I, that's the problem with mm. this is that it's radiohead you made a point before we started recording yeah that good music doesn't it doesn't have an age yeah uh, you it, know, doesn't it doesn't have a yeah. barrier to it there's no um, gate to there's it. no barrier there's no gate yeah uh, that being said i think there are some places or some uh uh there are probably a thousand uh, number out of my ass a bunch of people that would probably not want their kids listening to radiohead but would probably let them listen to weezer or kids that would not necessarily have a pretense to want to go listen to radiohead but listen to weezer you made also another point i, I don't know why i'm taking all your points and just restating them i'm That's sorry fine. no go ahead uh, you made a point that you think that a lot of radiohead fans would be weezer fans but not necessarily weezer fans being radiohead fans yeah. and i think that's how they were operating uh mm. weezer when they wrote this is the the we they're focusing on weezer fans and they like Radiohead, yeah. I assume. I hope. I th- I don't think any musician probably doesn't like Radiohead. Yeah. Unless they're a fucking moron. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, so I think I give it a little bit more leeway in the Radiohead department because, which sucks because I know it's a marketing technique. Yeah. And I know it's very it's very fucking capitalistic. Yes. But they want to make music and they want to try and give at least implant the idea of the words okay blank. And then, you know, go listen to Hopefully Radiohead. they'll go to Radiohead. Yeah. So I can understand that. But that's my general Sorry if I railroaded you again. I don't know why I'm talking so much. Today. No, it's all right. Fucking I I can see that being a possibility. I just think at that point you should do a better job. And that's fair. Yeah. That's 100% fair. At that point, you should try harder to make better music then. Yeah. Because then you're going to connect more with kids. And if that's your goal is to get them to listen to Radiohead, then do, do that. Do a good job do bringing a good Radiohead. Job yeah. Bringing Radiohead out and not yeah. Weezer. You know? Yeah. Or also, like, when I was a kid and I really liked a band and I would go and, like, watch, I would go and watch interviews of the person or the band Mm. um, to sort of like understand how they were like and blah, blah, blah. And if that artist mentioned another artist, then I would go listen to that artist. I think there are like other ways to do that Mm. rather than just expound upon another band's complete idea (laughs) and then (laughs) do a not great job at it. You know what I mean? And And that is my personal opinion. There's a lot with Weezer that I just kind of don't really like anymore. Which is me neither. The simplistic melodies. Yeah. uh, Their arrangements a lot really reminded me about shit I played in middle school. (laughs) And that's not even like me flexing. Like I went to a (laughs) shitty middle school with a shitty orchestra. You know, we were just playing like Elliot Del Borgo stuff and that's it. Yeah. And that was a similar amount of arrangement that is in this Weezer album. And that was just kind of shocking to me because 
fuck, man. I don't really see Weezer as like composers, but mm, if they yeah. are going to try and pull this skill out of their bag, I would have hoped that they did more research. Yeah, and, and I mean, put more effort. I, in. I will say that after you saying it, I definitely see it being simplistic, and I definitely yeah. understand that. I still think it's. I think it's kind of okay, though. I think it's kind of... I uh, think it's okay, fine, yeah. I, I think it's still... I think it works in its own simplistic way. Would it be better if they had gone a little bit harder? Yes. I will definitely agree to that. I think... Um, I guess the more I do think about it, I, I am a little bit more amicable to, amicable to the idea that, like, they should have done Radiohead more justice. Yeah. Um, that being... Oh God, I'm still conflicted. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. It's like... um. I, I really because when I think of like the the uh, uh, now I can't even like bring up like the community homages because those are all really good homages, you know, and like I really do enjoy them. And the one time they had a subpar uh, homage was the puppet one. And that was when that was in the fourth season, was in the fourth season. Yeah. Here. yeah. So yeah. like, ah, God, but like even then with the, the puppet one, yeah. I at least appreciated the effort i Same. feel like yeah you I know like. I've, there's there is this uh underlying appreciation i do have for weezer even though i will never listen to like their new i think stuff yeah i don't think i'll listen to their new stuff i might give like van weezer a try honestly i feel like i'm more from, I, I wouldn't mind from listening. what i understood the lyrics were still cringy but the guitar work was pretty good yeah and i feel like that's probably and I that's kind of that similar to this where like the lyrics are cringy but um, there's the some really good arrangement yeah pretty, i will say there's one okay yeah yeah the um there's one song that like stood out to us i don't know which one i forgot it yeah yeah i uh, think that's also something that is like well i think that's a mistake on my end i didn't actually stop the songs in between we did that with ajr and mm -hmm. i said which song was which yeah there there was a, a i guess which is technically a good thing because uh the whole point of okay computers that there's a through storyline throughout and you can tell that there is this has that this does have some yeah. sort of storyline and it actually it does merge song to song pretty decently. Yeah. Which I, I, um, I, I will give credit to because I've heard what happens when you don't have that. I mean, yeah, but the bar is on the floor. The bar is I mean? on the floor. Yeah. yeah. The bar is on the floor. And I mean, I'm happy that they were able to lob their, their, uh, 40 year old body over it. Yeah. I mean, you know? well, the problem um, with this is like back when I said about AJR, it's, you know, we have to clap because the gold the goldfish touched the bark when the task was to climb a tree. Weezer is a monkey <laughs> and it didn't get up the tree. Mm. You know, that's okay. how I feel is like it swung from the tree and then it ran away. And then it's like, <laughs> And it's like, and, uh, well, you can't judge them still by, at least they touch the bark. Okay, that's fair. Because they have more capabilities than that, I feel like. Yeah, and they, they do. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's just, um this album is just more, uh, it is disappointing. Yeah. Um, and it's very, um and I guess that's why uh, I feel like they they got to a branch on the tree with that one song yeah to the point where i think i was arguing that maybe it could be placed in like their greatest hits yeah you were and honestly i because i only know five weezer songs <laughs> yeah i don't yeah because like i don't know i feel like if there were if in in 20 years when weezer is is old and crepid and yeah. they they're they're considered classic rock there's going to eventually be some sort of greatest hits record and vinyl it's going to be 150 dollars and you got to buy it 
and it won't be on Spotify because they're fucking boomers. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that song in particular was on it. I would be upset if any other song from this album was on it, but I wouldn't be upset if that song that we liked was on it. Yeah, it makes sense that it would be, like, in the lower half or something. Yeah, you know? So, yeah. like, I I mean, it is it is a... it's There is that one good song, uh, and two bad songs in the beginning, I think, if I'm correct. I'm not really sure It's the, the piano song. That's the only one I remember it being <laughs> really song. fucking bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, that was that was really bad. That was really fucking bad. But also, like, it was, it was bad in a way that made me laugh. <laughs> It didn't yeah. make me want. It. I think it's it's. I I wonder if they did that on purpose. Sometimes I really, I don't think so, man. I, that I was know, the man. name and the fucking chorus of the song. But they brought so much attention to it. I feel like I don't know. I wonder. I well, wonder if there's like some weird like. Because he um, ends that song though with, um, you know, I'm gonna lock myself in my room and there's going to be like an explosion outside. <laughs> That's what it is. He's talking about quarantine and then being on his piano being the only thing that saves him. Mm, and okay. it's so personal. It can't be a satire or okay. else he would have made a fucking joke at some point. Other than the joke, the, the being joke being how the song bad itself. the song is. <laughs> like, I, I mean, OK, yeah. And that's uh, that's fair. I will say, though, there is there was a bit of an enjoyability for me laughing at that song as opposed to AJR songs all being so bad. That they're not funny. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like if Corey Feldman had a track on this and I just kind of got to to giggle a little bit. And I mean, then, yeah, but I wouldn't give Corey Feldman a seven. Well, I'm giving I'm giving uh, Weezer a five right now. Yeah, I'm giving him a three. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's very much um, I don't know. It's just really interesting mm -hmm. watching all these people. And I wonder now because this is it happened twice this year. We had two OK albums. I don't want to hear another. Is there going to be a third one? I is don't there, want another one. There has to be. Can you leave Radiohead alone? No, we can't. Because like, please, like, somebody do that. What if Corey Feldman did it? Okay. <laughs> okay, Mr. Roboto. And then he does. It sticks. It sticks. And also Radiohead. Sticks meets Radiohead. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, I wouldn't. Bro. I'd want to listen to that for some reason. I don't know why. God. That would suck, honestly. Corey Feldman. That would probably sound sticks. a lot like this Weezer album because the fucking main uh, main piano guy with sticks was a fucking egotistical maniac. <laughs> so funny. You think there would be two songs about playing piano? <laughs> I mean, you know, something about but, fucking sailing away with um in a spaceship <laughs> with aliens. This is what you get. When you mess with robots, bam, 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 bam. And we headed for the skies. <laughs> Fucking love that song. God damn it. Uh, Fucking go listen to the B-sides of Sticks, guys. That's another thing. <laughs> go listen to that shit because there were two songwriters on that band. It was the guitarist and the fucking pianist. And you can tell. Who wrote what? Who wrote what? Because that shit is. Ooh, baby. Do the they... guitarist was just talking about fucking bitches and drinking beer. And then the piano guy was talking about Mr. Roboto <laughs> and getting in a spaceship. Fuck yeah, And dude. it was so dope. And no wonder they fucking broke up. Are you <laughs> kidding me? There's a, there a very clear... Uh... Well, they also <laughs> broke up mostly because of the Mr. Roboto 
tour was a rock opera and the oh, rock yeah. opera fucking nobody went to go see it because it was yeah. bullshit <laughs> yeah it was pretty fucking bad and, and <laughs> i mean that's how we got mr roboto and now yeah. that guy has to perform that song all by himself and that's the price you pay that's the price you pay for making bad art <laughs> Wow, Oops. what a fucking, Fuck. what a way to end that sentence. Do you think? Hey, Josh, <laughs> for my skating criticism, why don't you ask me what I've made? So what have you made? Nothing. <laughs> I've made nothing. No, but you can follow say, me on Twitter at <laughs> S-Q-U-I-N-T-O-N-271. No, do you think if uh, Styx had a relationship with God, do you think it would have come out a little bit better? I'm pretty sure they did, actually. I think they were Christian. Oh, so you're rockers. telling me that they if they didn't have a relationship with God. <laughs> well, because any, any rocker back then that didn't have a relationship with God talked about not having a relationship with that's God. That's true. Yeah. So, you know. Okay, that's fair. They most likely are like Christian dads now with like six kids. Rock and roll. That's what rock and roll is really about. Having a family. Vacation homing and uh, celebration Rock and roll is about being a member of the uh, Fast and Furious family. (laughs) Why wasn't The Rock in a rock band? Because God's abandoned us, sir. (laughs) Wow. What simulation are we in that that happened? Do you think what do monkey you think, on a typewriter made that decision? Do you think there was ever a uh, a decision by uh, the Rolls Royce company to try and get the Rock on the hood of one of their cars with a guitar and say Rock and Rolls Royce? That's the car company, right? Am I? Am I? Is this, is this, is this joke not landing, guys? <laughs> Why wouldn't he just say Rock and Roll and have the car roll? Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, sorry, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking sellout corporate advertiser. <laughs> <laughs> and I am. That's how we get so many likes on TikTok. Is that Sarah optimizes I, I our buy SEO? Them. I buy them. You buy likes. I buy likes. <laughs> what the fuck, the fuck is, is this, this podcast? Yeah, is it obvious that it's a? Uh, it's late. It's one fourteen, <laughs> and Josh has to go home like soon. Rock and roll is when you stay up late past your bedtime, kids. Yeah, kids. I don't know. Let's uh, go. What's then? What's ended end. here? Sarah, Goodbye. what do you want to plug? What do you want to plug? I Twitter, which I already did twice, but it's S Q U I N T O N two seven one. Uh, Joshua Chinlin on Twitter and a guy named Game GC on Twitch and APWSR on TikTok. Yes, that's all I'm going to plug today. That's all you get. That's all you fucking get. We're drained, tired. Yeah, young, dumb, and full of. Not God. Not God. Not full of God. Fuck God. Fuck God. God can suck my ass. (laughs) I was going to say that at the beginning of the show and I forgot. (laughs) You forgot to say God can suck my ass. God can suck my ass. (laughs) We love you guys. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Alright, we gotta come up with an outro. God fucking damn. Yeah, we do. This is the outro podcast. So much to do with I this know, podcast. I know, I know, man. Fuck, God, man? Who, who made that decision? But the boys upstairs, they need an outro. <laughs> the boys upstairs. I'm, my hands are tied, Sarah. I can't <laughs> I can't control how this podcast the goes. The CEO of APWSTR, <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos, <laughs> needs us to do an outro.